Hi everyone, this is Marwan. And I'm Dana. Today we're going to be speaking about why do we apologize in different ways. Okay, so what do you mean by different ways? Isn't it just I'm sorry and that's it? No, actually there are different ways of apologizing. If you think about it, some people express their apology differently. Okay, so last time we spoke about love languages. So the same writer, Gary Chapman, also spoke about apology languages. And he explained it by saying that everyone has a different way in which they prefer to receive an apology. And that's why sometimes an apology is difficult to accept or it's not taken seriously or it's the other way it's around. Generally, yeah. it's or it's taken really well. <clears throat> yeah. So why is this really critical? First of all, you only apologize when you're either in an awkward situation or in a really hurtful situation or something happened between you and another person, whether it was your partner, your siblings, your children, your parents, your, your co-workers, your mm. colleagues, and so on. And at the same time, apologies take a lot of courage. Some people don't even apologize. Like some people just want to dismiss true. something even if you got really hurt. Yeah. So at the same time, you get to let go a bit of your pride. You show some dignity. You show your authentic self. Whether it was a silly apology or a very minor apology or a really, really big one. True. So what are the five apology languages? So the first is expressing regret. So expressing regret generally refers to the fact that you are showing that person that you feel so bad. And this can be to anyone. Again, it's applicable to your partner, your siblings, your parents, parents your children, anyone. So by way of example, it could be the following. Dana, I really regret what I did. I'm so sorry and I really do feel regretful. So showing how bad you feel basically. And, and you're expressing that you acknowledge your mistake and that you regret doing it. Yeah. So it's twofold. Acknowledging the fact and expressing regret. Yeah. Okay, so accepting responsibility is the second one. Accepting responsibility is admitting your mistake, admitting you're wrong, admitting I did this and because I did that, this led to you doing so and so. Assuming responsibility, assuming accountability. This is me. I'm the reason this happened. So again, it's twofold always. Acknowledging there's a mistake. That's really important because a lot of people feel like something bad happened. Again, there's no need to apologize. So it's, it's not a mistake. It's not a problem. It shouldn't be something that's expressed. So you're always acknowledging the mistake that's happened and accepting that it's my responsibility. I'm the reason why this happened. And again, I'm sorry. And this is uh, more difficult than other apologies because... Definitely. No one wants to be at fault. Yeah. yeah and yeah. some people either just want to apologize just to get it out of the way so they don't really mean it. And mm -hmm. people who accept responsibility actually show that, no, I know what went wrong here and I'm the reason. And unfortunately, by the way, some people abuse this in order to get past this moment or this, as you said, awkward period. It's to say, it's my fault. Just put the blame on me. Yeah, I'll, even I'll, if it's not. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll just get over it. Yeah, like there's two different kinds of people yeah, here. Yeah, true. <laughs> the third one is making restitution, which is basically, I'm going to make up to you whatever you lost in that situation. So Not necessarily lost. I could have done something. I didn't attend your graduation. Yes, how can I'm I make, make it, it up? To you? I'll um, take you on a trip somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, and this, in general, as we said, it's not just a specific person in terms of the apologies. It can be at a restaurant, the waiter dropped mm -hmm. your food and they say, okay, how can I make this up to you? I'll give you that meal for free. 
for example. That's making something up. So you're replacing or substituting the thing that they've lost or you've done a mistake for. I mean, obviously, it depends on the situation, Definitely. but it depends from person to person. Your language can differ mm -hmm. according to the relationship or the instance that happened. Yeah. The fourth apology language is genuine repentance. It means when someone says, please forgive me, it always doesn't have to be begging, but it's just genuine, heartfelt, sincere. I won't do it again. I won't do it again. It's kind of related to the regret one, Yeah. but it's not because it's repentance that I won't do it again. It's not like I regret doing it. No, I won't do it again. So it's again, acknowledging mistake and assuming responsibility, I guess. And, and in the future. Promising yeah. for future instances or references that I will not do it again. So it's almost like a promise, which is, I think, more actionable solid yeah. it's a solid promise because he's going to be mindful next time yes so that's the difference between the first one which yeah. is expressing regret and this one this one has an actionable aspect to it and you are going to be held accountable because you expressed that so now they are expecting you not to do it again you will give them your trust yes exactly so sorry so you're proving to them like actions speak louder than words and the final language is requesting forgiveness by way of example not necessarily promising not to do it again so it's not repenting it's more of a i made a mistake forgive me let's put this behind us also it's requesting forgiveness so you're asking the other person look i don't know what to do now please tell me how i can make your day better or make it up to you or whatever there is this aspect of hopelessness where okay i don't know what's going to make you feel better so please tell me what it is it's part of the requesting the forgiveness part if that makes sense and at this point the ball is in their the court. ball is in their court if they don't accept your forgiveness or they give you their forgiveness then you haven't rectified right. that problem you're still in the situation like there's no closure basically yeah he doesn't he doesn't forgive you or she doesn't forgive you so now you have to ask for it again or maybe you're going to shift to another apology language yeah. which suits them better exactly it's very very imperative that we know how the other person that we're seeking forgiveness from or expressing our apology to would like to receive it. apologies yes so this is why it's important a lot of times you actually see this happening or it happens with yourself like that person's apology doesn't come very genuine so the question here is it not genuine or did it just not meet your expectations exactly. and apology language? Maybe mm. that person really from the bottom of their heart, they're apologizing. And sometimes in a situation, someone's apologizing and they just say, okay, I'm sorry. All right, let's get over it and whatever. So they do it as like homework rather than genuinely mm. wanting to make sure that you're over it and you're fine. So in the end, it all comes back to communication. And I genuinely find it very important that when someone is apologizing, I think they should check up on the other person after their apology and to just be like, okay, are we cool? Are you sure? Yeah. Like, it depends on how big or big a deal it was. Situation was, yeah. I remember, uh, this is funny, you might laugh. When we would get in an argument <laughs> and I apologize, when obviously it's not my, my problem. <laughs> what? Problem. So I would ask you, I'd say sorry. This is the problem with not apologizing. <laughs> so I'd say sorry, and your instant reaction or reply would be, for what? Yes. So, so Are you just saying that because you want me to? So that's the thing. So that's basically the essence of this discussion, is that you say sorry, you have to understand how the other person would like to be apologized to, and being genuine about it. So 
all these five languages, the key to that working, no matter what language it is, is sincerity and genuineness. So what are you being sorry for? What are you not going to repeat in the future? So that's repentance. If you make it up to me, making restitution, what are you making up? Is you it, have yeah. to know what it is. You have to know what you're apologizing for. Unfortunately, it is something that we just throw around. Yeah. You know what I mean? Of course, some things don't need a full-on discussion. If I bump into you, I'm going to say sorry. And you'll understand that I yeah. didn't mean it. It's not a problem. So again, it depends from situation to situation and from person to another. Yeah, you, you can't apply the same language in every situation. It's just the communication. The rule of thumb here is you need to swallow your pride. You need to really make sure that, okay, I'm actually going to be very genuine because I care about this relationship. This is actually something that might or definitely will strengthen a relationship. Apologizing yeah. is not wrong. Admitting it's, you made a mistake is not wrong. It's anything. We're all yeah. human. Even yeah. at work between colleagues, it's okay to, to apologize. It's okay to say that you forgot to do a task, you made a mistake while drafting, while, I don't know, whatever type of profession you are in. You can make mistakes, you're bound to make mistakes. But you have to be a bit confident in yourself that you're human, it's fine that you made a mistake, it's fine if you hurt someone, if, you know, something happened between you and a person, just work on how to fix that. That's it, don't run away from it. And it's tied to confrontation. Yes. That's for another discussion. Yes. <laughs> confrontation is one of the most difficult things so to overcome, honestly. Yeah. So apologizing is a way to, to break that. So yeah. get used to confrontation because you're going to speak about something that's difficult and you're not comfortable with. But ultimately, it's important. And the apologies go a long way. Yeah. You might think that it's not a big deal, but it's better to apologize than to not apologize in the end. Let's say you're dealing with a little kid, maybe your brother, your little cousin, your child and you do something that actually impacts them and you think it's not a big deal but they're a child at the end of the day it's better to tell them oh i'm sorry to let them see that you acknowledged that something went wrong other than just you know ignoring that and you never know if, if they got hurt or not and in the context of children teach them that it's okay to apologize take them aside be like i'm sorry i made a mistake i hurt you i made you feel xyz and I want to make you feel better. How would you like me to feel better? You want me to promise you I won't do it again? And maybe even with adults, yeah. can, you can ask them, how can I make this up to you? It's a mature way of handling things, basically. And by the way, I used to only ask you for what? Because I'm comfortable with you, but I can't do that with other people. Definitely. You're not, <laughs> not going to ask your colleague, why are you sorry? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it creates trust, by the way. Yeah. Because if you make a similar mistake or, or an unrelated mistake, you'll know how genuine that person is and that you're expecting them to come back to apologize to you because that's who they are. That's how you manage to, to communicate at that point. Now I know for a fact, if one of us made a mistake, hurt the other one, did something wrong, we are going to fix it because we know how to communicate and yeah. she's expecting that and I'm expecting that as well. So it does build a good foundation. When you apologize in a sincere way, in the end, you're reaching closure. And it's really important because you want to resolve things between you and the person so that these things don't come up later. And you don't avoid them. and you don't. Or subconsciously, you might still be bothered, but you don't know why you're bothered. And by the way, in our culture, again, it's very, very tied to confrontation, but we know a lot of parents, uncles, or just older brothers, or even just friends. Because in our culture, it's not something that it's easy or common to do. They change it to jokes. Or it's just left un unclosed and it's yeah. just... 
unresolved. It's lingering, and you can tell that you can smell the tension between yeah. these people, and it's just it's unhealthy. It really is unhealthy, and it affects everyone around you. If it's in an office environment, it affects the office. If it's in a family environment, it affects the gatherings, the, the occasions, everything. And sometimes it's very easy to resolve these problems. Yeah. I remember I had a problem with someone I'm not going to mention, and it, it took a 30-second conversation to make things go back to normal. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking about someone that was older than me, so it was even more difficult for me to start that conversation. But it, oh, the, the, the weight that was lifted it's, off of my shoulder. It's a relief, yeah. And it can cause other people to, to get involved, and they, they might make things worse. It's just a never-ending cycle. Apologize <laughs> to your friends and family right now. <laughs> but thank you for watching. Let us know if you would like to be apologizing in one of these languages. If you have a, a different way of apologizing. Maybe or... there's a sixth language. <laughs> yeah. But we look forward to your engagement and to your comments and thoughts. Thank you.